Come gather you friends around your chestnuts roasting on an open fire and listen to tales A of... daring horror and Christmas adventure, etc. Not again, Bilbo! Why ruin my intro for the Silly History Boys Show? Again! Sorry, Uncle Bob Bob, but I brought you a gift. I love gifts. Anything with a cat. No, silly. A gift. The gift of time. What? The time to get Heracles Part 4 finished. I mean, at this point, it's a race to see which is going to actually be the Christmas show. Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Yes, it's well known that everyone else finishes before Uncle Bob Bob. Very well known. Not you too, though, Pear Bear. Hey, too, Brute. Funny that, because our first Christmas clanger is Yo Saturnalia. Audible gasp! A Christmas origin story? Indeed. The Roman festival that took place on the 17th of December. The festival from which we've gained many of our Christmas traditions. Yay! We get to see how the Christmas sausage is made. But we better do it quick. Tombo is having another baby. What, right now? I've made a terrible mistake. Hey, you could call it clanger. I'll add it to the list. I'm only interested in Christmas lists. So, dear listener, for your festive... Joy? Is that the right word? The Silly History Boys Show presents... Yo Saturnalia. Yo Saturnalia, Mark Antony. Yo Saturnalia, Caesar. Yo Saturnalia, Brutus. Yo Saturnalia, my good chum. I can't believe the 17th of December is already here again. Well, actually, seeing as I'm the one who made the new calendar law and then named it the Julian calendar after myself, maybe I can! Based on the sun, isn't it, boss? Rather than the moon like the old one? Yes, yes it is. Bit Egyptian, though, old boy. Why can't we just stick with a good old-fashioned Roman calendar, hmm? Because it's inaccurate, Brutus, and... Not as named after me. Inaccurate is right. That's why Caesar added three extra months to last year, Brutus. To bring the seasons in line. Yes, I did. Well done, me. Best dictator ever. Don't be a creep, Mark Antony. Yes, boss. Ooh, yay! Oh, yes, get in! I did rather think that 46 BC went on for a bit. And now it's nearly the end of 45 BC. All that fabulous legislating that I've been doing has made this year whiz by. And who can say what 44 BC will bring? Oh, just you wait, my friend. I've got big plans. Me too. Big, stabby plans. Really? Who's getting stabbed? What? Uh, uh, um, um, who knows? Yeah, someone, anyone. I've I've just decided to be a bit stabbier, you know, in general. More stabby. Stabby old Brutus. That's what they'll call me. (laughs) I'm sure they will, old friend. I'm sure they will. Yay! Great bulls this year. They're bleeding a lot, aren't they? Look at them go. Yes, boss. Very bleeding. It's a magical time of year. Mark Antony, do we know if preparations have been made for the party? There's only a few more bulls left to sacrifice. Six more before it's time for a knees up. I'll find out. <clears throat> Centurion! No, yes, you! Do you see any other Centurions around? Come in! 
Come here, Cent Centurion. Yo, Saturnalia, sir. Your Saturnalia. Um, Centurion. Uh, yes, sir. What is this ridiculous hat you are wearing? That's not standard issue. This whole thing, sir. Yes. This long, floppy hat with a furry brim and a bobble. Yes, Centurion. This hat the dear listener would recognise more as a Father Christmas or Santa hat, sir. Yes, Centurion. Your stupid hat. Pillia, sir. Son of a free man and walnut Saturnalia, sir. Ah, that'll never catch on. Might be surprised, sir. Anyway, are the preparations made for Caesar's after party? Yes, sir. Good. Bring me some wine and then be on your way. With all due respect, sir, no, sir. In fact, you can shove your wine right up your toga, sir. How dare you speak to me like that, Centurion? Well, it's Saturnalia, sir. I can answer back if I want. Not until after the sacrifices. There's six. Yay! Yay! There's five left to go. Which is exactly how many lashes you will receive. Times 100. Oh, crumbs. Stop tormenting the poor fellow, Mark Antony. It is, after all, Saturnalia. Fine. Be on your way, Centurion. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Your Saturnalia, sir. Your Saturnalia. Brutus, will you be joining Mark Antony and I at mine? Not this year, old boy. I'm having a quiet one with some conspirators. I mean family. A quiet one with the family. You'll be missed, mate. Yay! How is that now? Taking place on the 17th of December, Saturnalia was a Roman festival held in honour of the god Saturn. In later years, the celebrations would spread and shorten, ranging from a single day to as far as the 23rd of December. Basically, a week of partying. Saturn loves a party. Saturn was a god of agriculture, whom the Romans believed had once ruled over a golden age where there was no slavery. All people were equal, and everything was just lovely. Which, of course, is quite far removed from ancient Rome, where there was loads of slavery and a tiny but hugely powerful ruling elite, and everything was just a bit not lovely. The festival sought to bring back the golden age of equality for a brief time. Friends, welcome to Caesar's Palace. Here you'll find all the gambling you could ever want because gambling is encouraged on Saturnalia! Would you care for some wine, Caesar? Yes, I would. Then get it yourself, you big nosed bum face. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. A good one indeed. Well done, you. Thank you, Caesar. I've been saving it up all year. You deserve a drink. Here, I, I will serve you wine. It's crazy. Look, Caesar is serving his wine slave wine. Blessings of the season be upon us. Uh, ah, <laughs> here you are now. Doesn't that make up for stealing you from your family, treating you as property, and making you do literally anything I want under pain of horrible execution? 
for another year. Not in the slightest. You're a funny man. Funny man. <laughs> well, you know, it's just that. Your Saturnalia. Right, let's get you anywhere but here. Uh, Centurion. Yes, sir. Show this funny man to his uh, after party. Would that be an actual party, sir? Or am I taking him outside and murdering him? Oh, the second one. Right, you are. <laughs> Come on, sunshine. Oh, knickers. Mark Anthony, Mark Anthony, Mark Anthony. Yes, boss. I've brought you a present. Oh, now that's the kind of Saturnalia tradition that could really catch on, boss. Thanks. I hope you like it. Here you go. Oh, cool. It's uh, a wax figure of um, me, but with a donkey's head. This <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> look at it. It's, it's you of a donkey <laughs> Isn't it hilarious? Isn't it funny? Isn't it a funny joke? They're so hard to get. I had to threaten the manufacturer with crucifixion just to get one in time. Apparently, it sold out within four seconds of going on sale. Four seconds! It, it, it crashed the entirety of Robinson Prime! Colbert! Well, you, you shouldn't have. Thanks. Anytime. 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 But now, you know what to do. Yes, boss. Centurion? Yes, sir. Bring the placenta. Oh, gross. What? Stop it, Centurion. You've just recycled one joke as a callback. Don't try for another immediately afterwards. Cake. Placenta is Roman for cake, and you know it. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Now, bring Caesar a nice big slice of Oh, please just say cake, sir. Fine. Now, bring Caesar the special slice of Saturnalia cake. Right, you are, sir. Lord Caesar, sir. Yes, Centurion. Cake, sir. Oh, lovely. I'll just take a bite and... Oh! What's this? A coin in my slice of special Saturnalia cake. What a silly tradition. Friends, Romans, countrymen, we have our Saturnalia king! Me? The king? Me, Caesar? Oh, oh no, I, I couldn't possibly. Bring the Saturnalia crown. We will crown Caesar. One golden crown, sir. Good work, Centurion. <clears throat> now all that is left is to place it upon Caesar's head. Oh, no. I don't want to be king. Not for me. Remove the crown. But it's the Saturnalia thing we do, boss. If you find the coin, you're the Saturnalia king. And everyone has to do what you tell them. Now, if you'll just wear the crown. Oh, no. Oh, Mark Antony, you silly little chap. I said, if you recall, that I don't want to be king. Please remove the crown. Sorry, boss. <laughs> Crowd might be finding it a bit too on the nose, sir. What? It's a crown, sir. Caesar holds a huge amount of power. He's like a king, sir. Your point, Centurion. We don't like kings in Rome, sir. We're dead against them. Don't be ridiculous. Now, Caesar, uh, let's try the crown one more time. Oh, no. Oh, what is wrong with you? Uh, remove. 
over the crown at once. Uh, my friends, I do not want to be, nor have I ever wished to be, a king. Never. At all. Dictator will do just fine. Pepper? Yes, Tombo? Didn't the Mark Antony trying to crown Caesar three times event happen at Lupercalia, a festival that took place in February? Maybe. Oh my god, you didn't me. You made the historical facts fit around the narrative, not the other way round. You're a genius, like I am. I don't know who to trust anymore. The world is upside down, topsy-turvy and inside out. Exactly. Yo, Saturnalia! That was great, Pear Bear. 100% historical accuracy and 100% silly. Just, just how do you do it? 50% stressing out and 50% just lying. I enjoyed it thoroughly, Pear Bear. It certainly beats an overgorged quasi-mythery with too many characters in show. Did someone say a quasi-mythery with way too many characters show? Ha <laughs> ha! That's like my middle name. Oh god. Merry Christmas. Here's the script. Oh god. Oh, let's have a look at this. Mum's gone to Iceland. What? It's the totes true Icelandic tale of Grilla and her Yule lads. Is it festive? Well, it's got gift-giving and a healthy fear of reprisals if you've been bad. Ah, that old chestnut. Lots of voices, you say? Oh, yes. Too many, some may say. Great. And what voices do you want? Let's treat it like any good Christmas. You surprise me and I'll inevitably be disappointed. Rose, Edda, it's an awful winter out there. Ah, Grilla, my dear wife. You're looking as giant and as rancid as ever. What's for dindins? What's for dindins? Do you think it just appears as if by magic, do you, Lapoli? Have you been gaming all day, you lazy beggar, you? As the ancient text goes, you're the beggar of this family, darling. A parasitic beggar, no less. <laughs> so, where's Dindins? Iceland is a country of Ebenezer's husband. I go around kindly asking all the parents for their naughty children, but when they find out I'm going to eat them, they get all stingy-like. The cheek. Well, they didn't even give you any gross normal food, so you won't nick their kids. A chance would be a fine thing. They just chased me away. I should have started that childminding service that I always talked about. Oh, not this again. Delicious kids' daycare. Your little terror is our big treat. But who's going to give me a license working out of this grim cave? Well, you should have thought about that before moving out of your nice cottage with your previous husband, eh? Oh, stop your belly aching. I chose my own path with you and our stable of boys. It is what it is. Plus, I killed my other husbands because I was bored with them. Ugh. What was that? Nothing. I'm happy here at Demaborgia. It could be a lot worse despite my constant whinging on social media. Ugh. Don't you forget it. If you's wanting lava fields and black metal, 
Demu Borgir is the place to be. And as for belly aching, that'll be because I'm super hungry. Well then get off your gigantic lazy bottom and go shopping. Fat chance. I've just levelled up on Overcooked. If only you could eat the cooks. Anyway, it's almost Christmas. Send the lads. Fine. Get out and make room. There's 13 of the little blighters, you know. Make it quick, will you? I shall be as quick as I can. Right. Here goes the call. Lads. 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 Calm down, you little rotters, or I'll tan your hides with each one of my thirteen tails. Sorry, Mum! You'd best be sorry, because I've got a tail for each of you. Yes, yes Mum. Are you in a grump again, Mum? Of course I'm in a grump. I'm hungry for children, and I haven't got any children. You've got off, Mum! You don't count. I can't eat you, Sheepcoat Clod. <gasps> She's using her anglicised names, sheep. She must be angry. I'm looking to murder naughty children, not the Icelandic language. Now pipe down, gully gawk. Yes, Mum. It being the 12th of December, it means we do our thing. When you come down from the mountains, as all of you know, in a long single file to the farmsteads below... Oh, not the farmsteads again, but it's such a long way, and my legs are abnormally short. Do you want to feel the back of my tail, Stubby? No, Mum. Oh, this is so boring! Come now, Sheepcoat Claude, it's tradition, and you're always the first one to go. The first of us is Sheepcoat Claude. I come as stiff as wood to prey upon the farmer's sheep as far as I could. I wish to suck the youth. No accident, I can't. For I have stiff knees, not too convenient. Eesh, that rhyme was as stiff as your knees, and come to mention it. <laughs> stiff knees? That's an understatement. you got pigs for legs. How do you expect to harass a sheep like that? I'm faster than I look. Stop it, you two. Stop being a pest, gully gawk. You, as you know, go second. The second is me, Gully Gawk, grimy-haired and face. I sneak into the cow barn from my craggy place. Hiding in the stalls, I will steal milk, all while the milkmaid gives the cowherd a meaningful smile. <laughs> is that it? You hide in gullies and steal milk? Ooh, terrifying. Curdling, yes. Right, Stubby, you're third. Aye, Stubby, third call, the stunted little man. I watch for every chance to whisk off with a pan, and scurrying away I scrape off all the bits that stick to the brim and bottom. Mmm, my favourites. You steal pies? At Christmas time? How rude do you think I am? No, I steal the empty tins and eat the leftover crusts. I've got a banging pan collection. Yes, I've been meaning to speak to you about that, Stubby. Keep it down in future, will you? Right. Who's next? Ah, yes, Spoony. The fourth is me, spoon liquor, like spindle. I am thin. I wrap myself in clover when the cook isn't in. Then stepping up, I grapple the stirring spoon with glee, holding it with both my hands, for it is slippery. No wonder you're so thin with that wooden spoon-based diet. That's malnutrition right there. 
You are right, Stubby. I should move on to a leftover crust regime and grow up big and strong like you. I will punch you in the face. Stop swigging, Stubby. You'll scruff Spoonie's new belt. Right, in at five and ready to deprive. Box scraper here, the fifth one. I'm a funny sort of chap. When the kids are giving scrapings on the door, I'll do tap. And when they rush to see if there really is a guest, then I hurry to the pot and have a scraping fest. Ah, scraping fest. Who's headlining this year? No, silly. I nip inside and nick the leftover meals. I'm knocking those idiots rush to the door every time. <laughs> the starved retention and food. <laughs> That's how you do it, wee man. I will punch you in the face. Take a breath, Stubby. Uh, yes, Bull Licker, I can see your hand has been raised for a while. Go on. I, Bull Licker number six, am shockingly ill-bred. That's on your father, I'll have you know. From underneath the bedsteads, I poke my ugly head. Again, that's your... Dad's fault. And when the bells are left to be licked by dog or cat, I snatch them for myself. I sure am good at that. Ah, uh, I'm not sure I like you eating from the dog's bowl, darling. A covered bowl put down by the bed? You want to be careful with that bowl liquor. Right. Where's my lucky number seven? Door slammer! Seven slot! A sorry vulgar chap! When people in the twilight go to take a nap, I'm as happy as a lark. The havoc I can wreak, slamming doors and hearing the hinges on them squeak. Incidentally, spoon liquor, if you've got a spear for scraping fest, I'll come. Yes, you, you, you channel that havoc, my love, like you've been taken to an English heritage property to blow some steam off. Uh, ooh, right, in a date and feeling great. That's me. Screer, gobbler. Screer? Yogurt. Yogurt, gobbler. Nobody laugh. Yogurt, gobbler. Number eight. They say I'm a stupid bloke. I lambast the yogurt tub till the lid it broke. There I stand, gobbling. My greed always well known. Until I'm about to burst, I bleat, I howl and groan. You are a stupid boy, Gobbly, or obviously lactose intolerant. Feeling fine, in at nine. Me, Mum, sausage swiper. Oh, for the love of... Nobody laugh. Sausage swiper, number nine, a shifty pilferer. I climb up to the rafters and raid my food from there. Sitting on a crossbeam in soot and in smoke, I feed myself on sausage, fit for gentlefolk. Well, at least one of you is eating well. Uh, next to go in, tenth place, Peeper. Uh, where is Peeper? I'm outside, Mummy. Get in here, you little freak. Thanks for installing a window in the cave, Mum. I do like to practice long into the night. Ugh. Curtains might be an idea. Get on with it. Window, Peeper. Tenth to go. A weird little twit. I step up to the window and steal a peek through it. And whatever is inside, to which my eye is drawn, I will likely make attempt to take it later on. Hands off my sausage! Boys! Boys, take your Ritalin of focus! Don't have silly boys, they said. They're disgusting, they said. Prove them wrong, number eleven! 
Eleventh is, is, is door sniffer, adultish lad, and gross. Oh, fantastic. I've never had a cold, yet I have a huge, sensitive nose. I catch the scent of cornbread while leagues away still and run toward it weightless as wind o'er dale and hill. Oh, phew, you're just really good at smelling bread. That could have been a lot worse. Oh, like me, meat hook. I shudder to think. Well, fine. I am, after all, a giantess who eats children and should have no qualms about anything, really. I, Meathook, the twelfth one, my talent I will display. As soon as I arrive on St. Thorlax Day, I snag myself a morsel of meat of any sort, although my hook at times is a tiny wee bit short. Nobody laugh. What's St. Thorlax Day? Oh, oh, it's the 23rd of December, the day I arrive in town. On that day, Icelanders have a feast to celebrate their patron saint, Thorlax. Oh, I love a bit of Thorlack. I've heard they're dropping their next album at Scraping Fest. And last but not least, number 13, arriving on Christmas Eve. The 13th me, candle beggar, am cold, do believe. For I'm the last of us, arriving Christmas Eve. I trail after the little kiddies who, like happy sprites, run about the farm with their fine candle lights. What, you... You just steal candles. And what? Hold a vigil for your lame hobby. No, I eat them. Oh, gross. Waxy much. No, you idiot. They're made of tallow. Animal fat as yummy. <laughs> Plus, I get to watch the kiddies face plant in the dark. That's great fun. So, my Yule lads, don't forget that you have a job outside of your weird pastimes. And that goes for you as well, listener. You each have got 13 days once you've crept into town to find the naughty children and single them out. Nothing says I've been bad like being left a rotten potato. What if they've been good? Um, I, I don't know. I, I'll leave them a small present or something. Freshly stolen cornbread. A delicious candle. A pie crust salad. Tickets to Scraping Fest. Oh, they're not getting a sausage, I can tell you that much. Don't get your knickers in a twist. I said a small gift, not a PS5. Mum, why give the good kids anything at all? If they get stiffed on Christmas, won't it send the good kids bad? More disobedient dinners for you. If it were straightforward and easy, it wouldn't be Christmas, would it? was that? Another Christmas wasted. Drink less then. I will punch you in the face. Boys, please. Christmas isn't a time for punching one another in the face. It's a time for bundles of joy like... Having a baby? Well, probably not, but... Begging for money? The listener can buy us a mulled wine on Ko-Fi. Ko-Fi? Coffee. Coffee. Lovely link there, Fair Bear, and well worth thinking about. But actually, I was thinking more like the generosity of the human spirit, eh, Bilbo? Fine, go on then. Come gather ye friends around your chestnuts roasting on an open fire and listen to tales of daring, horror, and Christmas adventure. Set aside your cliché naff jumper from your nan and raise a glass of whatever was on offer at the corner shop to us, your storytellers. I have been your dear Uncle Bob Bob and I played the parts of Caesar and Grilla, which is a restaurant opening near mine. 
I have mostly been Uncle Bilbo, but I was also Mark Anthony, Lepoli, Stubby, Bowl Licker, Sausage Swiper, and Meat Hook. And, my dear listener, please do take all my Christmas joy. It gets everywhere. I'm sorry. I, the Pear Bear, have been super active in 2022, bringing you such hits as The Centurion, Sheepcoat Clod, Spoon Licker, Door Slammer, Window Peeper, and Candle Beggar. Ah, my friends, it's been a tough year, and times are tough at the moment, but at least we've got the holiday season to enjoy what we do have. So just enjoy what you've got, and don't worry about the rest of it. Merry Christmas, everybody. And I have been Tombo, dear listener. I hope to see you in the new year, but I might be a little sporadic and, um, distracted. And you played... Oh, gosh, sorry, yes, sorry, it begins. I brought you Brutus, Gall Slave, Gully Gork, Pot Scraper, Yogurt Gobbler, and Door Sniffer. My friends, I'd like to wish you love, kindness, respect and companionship this Christmas. I miss you all, and will continue to miss you all, and your lovely faces. I'm assuming you have lovely faces. A Merry Christmas to you all, and to all a good morning. Did I get that right? We'll see you in the new year, listener. For more fun and frolics through the worn pages of history and mystery, don't forget to check us out on our socials. And give us a review on your chosen platform. A big thank you to all our guest voices this year. Gemma Von Bon Bon Bond. Lara Larry Breadbin Bradban. And Jess Jeff Beanbag Greengrass. And not forgetting all the effects and music we use from those elves at sapsblatt.com. More music from Big Scotty Buckley. I love you, Scott! Even more music from D. Brad Daddy Bradley and Kofi Young. I know them and they're my favourite presents. And for the intro music, my brother, Lord Fastfingers. Enjoy your coffee subscription. Oh, spoilers! Don't forget Henry Maye at Battleforge Productions for his track through fire and war. Halberg Halmunson for the translation of The Yuletide Lads. It was like my entire bit. Next you'll be thanking Shane Ivers at Silverman Sound for his music. Come on, just get on with it. I've got more than presents to deliver. We hope you get everything you could ever wish for in 2023, listener. So, for an entire year of silliness, gross death sounds and fart noises, we have been... The Silly History Miles And we are, as always... Sorry! Hello everyone, um, tis I, your uh, dear Uncle Bob Bob. Um, I misread a quite a confusingly formatted script. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not here, we're not here for that. Um, I misread a, um, a line in the Christmas special, uh, which means I, I didn't give you my season's greetings, my Christmas wishes, which, which I do very much want to do for you. You mean a great deal to me. Uh, so here I am in the depths of uh, Chester Zoo. 
and by the flamingos, who are being disappointingly quiet, actually. I thought this might sound a bit more safari-ish. Um, to separately wish you a very Merry Christmas on behalf of the real emotional heart of the Silly History Boys, me, your dear Uncle Bob Bob. Merry Christmas. Take care. See you in 2023. Thank you, bye.